Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hey. How are y'all? Good. Yay. Well, I'm so excited um, to have a guest again. We've uh, been on our own for a few weeks and we have the amazing Desiree Siegfried. She was a bachelorette. And if you don't know, me and Lauren have always been obsessed with the Bachelor franchise. So (laughs) getting to know Desiree has been just such a treat. And not only because we felt like we knew her before, but because she truly is such an amazing person in real life. So welcome, Desiree. Thank you (laughs) for having me. Yeah, of course. So I did want to read a little bit more about Desiree in case you don't know her. As a previous reality TV personality on The Bachelorette, like I mentioned, she was a young woman searching for love (laughs) while also searching for herself. And now as a mama to two boys and wife to the man she met on The Bachelorette, her goal is to encourage people in every season of life with inspirational and uplifting messages. Through her personal life lessons and glimpses into her life now, she looks forward to sharing how God has transformed not only her heart, but the way she lives each day in faith with a heart of purpose. And that leads right into the name of her podcast, which I love listening to called A Heart of Purpose. Yes. Yes. I love it. (laughs) Well, welcome. I'm so excited to get to know you more since it kind of started with The Heart of Purpose. What prompted you to start your podcast? So in in all honesty, I actually I never in a million years wanted to do a podcast or even be on TV for that matter. <laughs> I um I don't you know I just I never really liked being center of attention or like being the only one talking, and that just stems from you know forever. So it was it's just very funny and interesting that actually the Lord prompted me to start the podcast. Um, I had felt the urge and like the, you know, the, my heartstrings being pulled to do it for about a few months. And I just was kind of like, no, no, I, I don't know how to host a podcast. I don't even listen to podcasts. Like, why would I be good at one? I don't even know what to talk about. I don't even like feel comfortable or confident talking about, you know, I'm not like a theologian or a pastor or anything, but what the Lord showed me too is you don't have to have it perfect to start sharing, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. you can just share your story where you're at and it will reach people. And so, um, I just started sharing my love for Jesus and any, you know, hope that I could offer through my own personal stories. And I think that's just, that's the purpose of my podcast is to truly live with a heart of purpose every day, which really spells out hope. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I started it because I felt the Lord telling me to, <laughs> but I'm so thankful because I get to meet people like you and such and just such wonderful, encouraging women. It's been, it's been a blessing. I love that. Yeah. That's such an awesome story and courageous of you too. And I know that we all just kind of that negative self-doubt or self-talk. I know when yeah. we were starting ours and other people even kind of said, oh my gosh, I could never do that because I don't have a radio voice or, or whatever it is. And it's, we were kind of in the same boat. It's like, well, we, I don't think we have a radio voice either, but we're just going to go for it. And so I love that you, um, it sounds like just opened 
your heart to God and felt him leading you and, and went for it. And so I think it's really cool to see that. And also Desiree, just, I know that the bachelor is such a thing of your past, but I am not too familiar with that many in the franchise who have stepped forward kind of in their faith, whether it was on the show or after the show. And I think just because whether you wanted it or not, you came off of it with probably a big platform. And so I don't know, I just say kudos to you because I think probably a lot of just judgment and stuff like that can come naturally from it. So way to go. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, that was eight years ago. And so it has taken me quite a while to kind of overcome the like what you see, like, you know, like viewers and what you see from the show, you know, someone goes on the show for like a day and then they have like a million followers. And so Mm -hmm. you just assume that that's like wonderful, but actually like as a sensitive and like introverted person, it was very difficult to like, just go from like obscurity to like everyone kind of wanting to like, take a photo or think they know you or have a judgment on something. And, and so the, the critique and the judgment and the comments were actually, it, it, it was very, very hard for me, especially because of the way my season ended and people assumed, you know, something other than what really happened. And um, yeah. so it was, it was very hard on me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually like retreated inward. So like, I started getting back into my faith a, a year before going on to The Bachelor. And I truly, truly know that the doors were opened by God because I didn't want it. And I, I was I was completely okay if I didn't get on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just kind of like, you know, I'm lost, I'm broke, and I don't know what's next. And um, the doors opened and I felt peace about them. And so I, you know, I took a risk by not being able to work or provide for my bills to be able to go into the show. And it's just so interesting. Cause yeah, like, so I was fairly confident going into the show, but then once you, once I allowed like other people's opinions to kind of permeate my own beliefs of myself, Mm -hmm. um, that made it very difficult. And I think I retreated inward because one, I didn't like attention. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm like the opposite of what a reality TV person should be. Um, <laughs> And so, um, yeah, I like, I started to choose to like, you know, maybe not go out as often or not even wanting to go to the store because people would do like, you know, the sneaky phone pics where, you know, it's so obvious. I'm so aware and alert to that. But anyways, yeah, it was very difficult for me and people are very extremely rude and it's hurtful because uh, you can't, you know, I'm not one to retaliate or truly like try to I don't know not stand up for myself but try to like defend something I know in my heart is true yeah yeah so um yeah I mean it took years it also took years because right after the show there's so many there's so much opportunity Mm -hmm. and um it actually took me away from like the path that the Lord wanted me to take does that make sense like yeah there were just distraction there was just too many open doors and because I had come from like no money to now being like, Oh, I have this opportunity. I need to jump on it rather than like taking a step back to be like, God, do you want me to take this opportunity? I was just taking everything and I was getting so burnt out. I was so overwhelmed. Um, I didn't take time for the Lord and it showed through like my moods and 
my direction and just like the passion that I had for my dreams kind of dimmed a little just because there were just too many distractions. Yeah. Right. I can imagine how overwhelming that would be. Just it's it's like you have this one life and then you're kind of just dumped into yeah, this completely. whole other world. So in those years, how did you personally deal with, you said you kind of went inside of yourself, but how did you kind of come out on the other side as far as dealing with the trolls and caring about the opinions of others and all of that? Um, I mean, Chris was a rock because he didn't really care about any of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so awesome. So that was helpful because we went right back into our everyday life. You know, he was working um, back as a mortgage banker and I was pursuing just like blogging and wanting to do bridal design, but all these other opportunities were coming up. So, you know, it took it took a while for me to finally slow down and to also like find my identity in Christ and not in other people. Mm-hmm. Um like I had thought I did that. Do you know what I mean? And then I got put into the trenches of social media and all that. It kind of took me back to, it just set me back. But thankfully there's grace and there's redemption. And um, honestly, I didn't start slowing down and feeling more like myself or like heading in the way that the Lord wanted me until I was pregnant with my son, my first son. And it's because I was forced to slow down. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was once he was born that I just had this fire of like inspiration to truly like set aside other people's desires for me and truly like seek out what I knew I've always wanted to do. And that was, you know, that's when I created uh, my bridal business. That's awesome. I can relate to you so much on like a much smaller scale because I can't imagine having that many people watching me because I have a problem with just the people, normal people (laughs) in my life watching me. Like I'm very a a people pleaser and trying to make everybody happy. And I was always trying to do too much, you know, like uh, there was all these things that I could do because I'm kind of have that entrepreneur spirit where I'm like, oh, I could do this and that and this. Oh, that sounds cool. Like, yeah, let's do it. But, and I thought like you were saying, like, I thought I was connected to God. And then it really took sadly 2020. And like we spoke about on your podcast about our mom Mm -hmm. for me to slow down and realize like, oh, I'm not asking God what he wants me to do. I'm just like, flowing and going. So I love that you shared that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's easy to do it in every life, like everyday life, you know, it doesn't have to even be just from the platform of a show. It's like your everyday life has so many distractions, like whether you are spending it on social media, whether you're taking every minute to work or if you're taking every minute for your children, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. hard to step away as a mother and and be like, what do I need? You know, yeah. like yeah. you're always right. thinking about other people, and um, yeah. it can it, it can get burnt out. I I I actually even when I did have Asher, while I did step into like wanting to start saying yes to things that God wanted for me, I also like uh, lost my identity a little bit in motherhood. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people experience it too, but I think it's because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm creative, so if I don't have an outlet, I don't feel like myself. And so, um, yeah, I had to also realize that and be like, you know, I need, you know, I need to work. (laughs) I can work and be a mom and still be a good mom. You know? That's yeah. like my biggest fear about becoming a mom. I, I've t- I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, I'm scared I'm going to lose myself, you know? It's just like, yeah, but you know what? If you're, 
if you're aware of it, then you'll be better yeah. at not allowing yourself to get into that. Totally. Yeah. I feel like so that true. could be like a whole podcast series is just totally. losing yourself in motherhood. And, and I feel like it's a society thing too. It's like, and I feel like at least the conversation is being more outspoken, yeah. but just this idea that us moms have to do it all and that we can do it all. And it, the honest truth is we can't and we can't losing ourselves is I just think so common. I was, I was right there with you. So, um, I do want to kind of back up a little bit just for the sure. listeners that don't maybe aren't bachelor fans like we yeah. were. Yeah. This is but, the first year I've ever watched the bachelor by the way. So like, yes. that's great. <laughs> that's and she's only doing it for Megan and I to just <laughs> chat about stupid TV. But, um, so you said eight years ago. So if you don't mind sharing, how old were you when you went on the show? And to confirm, oh, sure. you, you were on Sean Lowe's season. Is that right? Yeah, I was on okay. Sean's season. Um, so I was, honestly, I don't even know. I think I was 26 when I went on to The Bachelor. Okay. Yeah. And I had a, you know, one thing that I did think, I do think helps when going on a show like that is having like past experience in dating. Um, yeah. And so by 26, I had already, you know, done my dating, been through, I had just broken up with a a long-term relationship that it was tough and it was Mm -hmm. because I was getting back in my faith that it didn't work out. Okay. Um, We just didn't see eye to eye and I knew there wasn't a future there. And so that's when I moved to LA. But I just think that experience allowed me to understand who I was a little more and kind of what I needed. And so when I was going into The Bachelor, like... It was not an ideal situation for me because, one, I'm just coming out of a relationship where, like, my whole thing was I needed to be validated, you know? Like, I need – I'm, like, a words of affirmation girl, so Mm -hmm. I need validation, and I'm going into a situation where he literally and contractually can't validate you. Yeah. (laughs) So it was just interesting. It was was interesting. Um, I stayed to myself much – I didn't get into like any drama or anything. And I think yeah. it was a surprise for a lot of the girls that I made it so far, just because I wasn't very like, you know, social. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just, I, you know, I had experience in, in girls and I just didn't want to get into the cattiness. Yeah. For so sure. that was 2013, 2012, 2012 when I first started. Um, it aired in 2013 and then I became the bachelorette right after that. Um Ooh. What a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Crazy. That is so crazy. What would you say, whether from The Bachelor or Bachelorette or both, but obviously besides, you know, finding your husband, your now husband yeah. um, and getting two beautiful babies, what would you say your biggest takeaways were after being on this show? It's hard because I did, you know, have such a hard time afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that's hard, actually. <laughs> your, your dog is speaking for you. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's like, yeah. I know what. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I know what you took away. Well, I know a lot of contestants just listening to other podcasts and stuff kind of say that you know, they they really kind of just found themselves or even gained gained confidence or stuff like that. But Yeah. And I would say, I would say that happened to a lot of girls, mm-hmm. even on Sean season, because they, they were going through the experience that I had already gone through. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So I like, would- so like I didn't gain my confidence and I didn't find who I was because I had already discovered who I was through other breakups and through dating. 
right. and just through struggle. Like, you know, I was broke. I, I couldn't even, I was working nonstop, like mm-hmm. $15 an hour at a bridal salon in Beverly Hills, living in LA with like rent. That was just crazy. And, um, I was, I was just, I, I was living like literally pennies to pennies, like, do yeah. I get groceries or do I get gas? And so I had to deal with like real life issues that were bigger than just like, yeah. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, this, you know, obviously this is my first year watching The Bachelor, so it, forgive my ignorance, but do people really not get paid at all to be on this no, show? No, you don't. No, you, you, you don't get paid at all. You don't get hair, makeup. You don't get anything. You're just a, you know. Just so not even like the lead the bachelor. So not even like uh, the lead. so the lead does the lead does. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I was like I've randomly been on a cooking show and I was like they paid us like per episode and I won so I got a big like. Uh, you know, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so that surprises me. That's crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, if they can get away with people, I mean, if the demand is high, like if people want to be on the show, then they don't have to, you know? Yeah, yeah that makes there's sense. definitely a demand, especially these days with social and what, yeah. comes, what comes after it. But it sounds like you, I feel like 26 for a, a girl anyway, is a good age. And it sounds like you had enough life experience. So I did. And by the time I... Yeah, so I got engaged on The Bachelorette when I was, I think I was 27, and then we got married. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like I had, you know, I had pretty good life experience. I mean, I I had left high school, like, so I graduated from high school in Denver, and then I moved to California, but like by myself. So I had been on my own Mm -hmm. since I was 18, you know, so I I don't know. I feel like that helps too. I felt very yeah. mature at 26, but now that I'm 30, almost 35, and I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I, there's so much more I needed to know. <laughs> yes, that's so funny. And if you could go back then and tell your 26, 27-year-old self something, is there anything that comes to mind of what you would tell her? Uh, oh, I mean, there's so much I would tell her. You know, I think I think I've always struggled with like feeling confident in my, with my voice, like finding my voice, Mm -hmm. um, and what, and, and being confident in like my own opinions or my beliefs and, and, and being able to share. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it would just be like, I don't know, just to be bold and to know, like, you don't have to please others and you're beautiful as you are. Um, God loves you. I did want to ask about, sorry to backtrack, but I was just curious because Lauren and Megan both told me they've obviously watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette for years, and they said this is the first time that someone has actually prayed on the show, and yeah. that like really shocked me because I was like, I feel like there's been like, I was just curious what you thought about that, like is, because yeah. um, obviously you are strong in your faith, and I believe, isn't Sean Lowe as well, like, um, and I yeah. think there's others. Yeah, I think there's a few others. Um, you know, I think it's because, well, that's another thing, actually, I would go back, especially for Bachelorette, I would go give myself a lot more advice because I was just so, um, I just followed whatever they wanted. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I never really, like, I just didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. Um, if right. you're not in entertainment, you just don't know. So I don't know. I feel like I would have, like I said, used my voice a lot more. And been able to do more. Um, That was the first time someone's prayed, which, yeah, that is kind of ironic. But it's not the first time that faith isn't talked about. It's just, 
if faith isn't like a conflict for a, for a, for a season, they're not going to show it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for for Hannah, it was a conflict because of the one dude. Yeah. But but for yeah. Sean or for myself, like you know, it it just it's a topic that was discussed, but it's not going to be shown if it's not dramatic. <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't sell, then it's not going to be shown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask, um, you said that but a year, about a year before the show, you kind of dove back into your faith. Yeah. And if you don't mind sharing kind of what does your faith, what has your faith journey looked like to you? And if you don't mind also sharing just maybe one or two habits that you've implemented in your daily life to just keep your faith at the forefront. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, it's really interesting to look back in hindsight because I had grew, I grew up in the church, obviously, and a very charismatic, you know, church. My mom's like, you know, dancing up and down the aisles. Um, (laughs) and love it. Yeah. And so I was always around it in my home, you know, like my dad went to China for missions and worked in the prison ministry. And so it was always around me. And I always felt very close to the Lord. Like I always prayed from a very young age and my dad always would pray with us. And then, but, but I wouldn't say it, I, I, I think it's very important to discover Jesus and to discover faith on your own because you, there's an intimacy there and there's an understanding and it that just grows your your confidence in in what you know and in the truth. And so, back when I was getting back into my faith, I just dove right in. Uh, not actually, it took a few because I was in I was in a relationship that had started through like my partying days, and um, <laughs> and then in the middle of this relationship, I just started being convicted of my lifestyle, convicted of like what I was doing and the, you know, the people I was hanging out with and what they were doing. Um, the Lord was just really working on my heart. And my brother had been praying for me at this time too. And, and I think just accumulation, you know, accumulation of everything. It just, I just started to go to church with a friend. And the more I went to church, the more I wanted more. And the more I would go to like prayer mornings and the more I prayed, the more I wanted. Um, so I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, I always think of it as like when you want to get better at a sport what do you do you mm-hmm. practice and you and you're consumed by it because you want to get better and i yeah. think that's the same with your faith like you know like if you want to grow in your faith or if you want to understand the lord more or know more or you know hear from him more it's like you've got to spend time with him more and so um yeah i was in a really good spot after i moved from orange county to la because i was literally like alone. I didn't really know anyone in LA. I, this was after the breakup when I finally was like, you know, this isn't what God wants for me. I was clueless. I was lost. I'm like, I don't know what you want for me, Lord, but I will just trust you. And it took like a year and a half of just literally spending every day with him. I would go on walks and just talk to him and I would write poetry. And I just felt like I was really like, seeking him for my life and what what was next because I didn't know what was next. I physically couldn't get out of my financial struggle. So I'm like, Lord, like I don't know what's going on, but please like, <laughs> you know, and then also at this time for girls who are single, I was still kind of date. I would still date obviously, but I did want to take this time to be like, you know, instead of me 
desiring my husband or being like, I need a man, I started to pray for my husband, my future husband's heart so that mm-hmm. whenever I meet him, he will be ready. And so I also felt like a piece about my dating life, you know, because I was like, you know, I'm over these like fickle relationships or men who just aren't, you know, They're, what I need. Yeah. Yeah, And so, I don't know, I felt good about my dating situation. I just was like putting it in God's hands. And, and yeah, I mean, I had, I worked, I worked out and I prayed. <laughs> so yeah. I, I did feel very close to him, but then yeah. fought, you know, fast forward to the show. And then after the bachelorette and, you know, years later, I was just consumed by my life. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't put yeah. him first and I always wanted to, and I felt I would still obviously pray, but I didn't take time out of my day for him. Yeah. And that's why I was constantly overwhelmed because I was yeah. doing things in my own will and not trusting his will. And so, yeah, so it took me, you know, getting pregnant and having my son and spending more time. Yeah. Quiet just time. being more intentional yeah. about it. Yeah. I like. would just started being more intentional. And then now, you know, two kids, four and two and a business and ministry and everything else. Like I find time because I want, I make the time and yeah. for any mamas um, who are busy or anybody, what I do is honestly, I leave my Bible out. It, like the kids know it's, it says mom's Bible on it, but um, it's like, I just leave it out all day. Um, I'll, it'll be in the kitchen. Sometimes it'll be in the dining room. It'll be in the living room. And I just turn to it. I, especially if I'm seeking like an answer or if I'm seeking discernment over something, I just uh-huh. ask the Lord, like, I just say, please show me like what you want to show me. And I open my Bible and it'll be like a verse that's like dead on. Or what I also say is sometimes it's like a, he shows me something that I don't want to, you know, it's like your flesh doesn't want to, but he, you know, it's from him. So yeah, I I just think, I love that. Yeah. It's just being intentional with it and taking the time out for him. Because honestly, like I've given, I'm at a point too, like I, I give it all to him. Like I, every decision I make, I go to him first because he knows, he knows our path before we walk it. So why not go to him to know if we're going the right path? I know. I always think that too, like, you know, if I believe that God created the world, he created us, you know, how, how can I not trust him? You know, it's like the creator, like if you just break it down in so simple terms. So I remind myself of that a lot too. It's like, hello, he's there just waiting for us. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I wanted to back up because I kind of liked what you were saying about just like the practicing and how for a sport and all of that. And and I love how you associated that in our faith too. And it just kind of reminded me of, cause you kind of hear in business or setting goals or whatever that you know, practice makes progress. And then you also hear that progress equals happiness. And so I don't know, that just kind of clicked oh, yeah. when you were talking about our faith too, that it's so applicable there as well, that when we're practicing, we're making progress, which equals happiness, which equals, <laughs> you know, God, God is our, is our happiness. So that just kind of clicked for me when you said that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned your business and I kind of wanted you to share a little bit there because I know, I remember when you came off the show and you had your bridal business, but is that what you're doing now? And can you so, elaborate on that? 
Sure. So right after the show, there was just tons of opportunity. And so I worked with a bridal line, Maggie mm-hmm. Sotero, to design a, col- a capsule collection for my own dresses as well, Ooh. for like my wedding dresses. And um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like everything I've ever wanted, you know? I was also doing like custom design, but I was just, I was completely overwhelmed. It was also very overwhelming because when you get off of the show or if you have any type of platform, people just want things from you. And yeah. so already being sensitive and already being an introvert and already being reserved and already being a people pleaser, um, mm-hmm. I it actually strengthened me. Um, I hope it didn't harden my heart too much, you know, uh, because I was just over it. I'm like, I am so tired. Everyone just wants something from me, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. but anyways, it was overwhelming. And, um, I would just take opportunities. It was in the bridal sphere. I did dresses and then we did jewelry with a, I did jewelry with a friend. And then, um, that was, you know, four, probably three years in, I was just doing whatever opportunity came. Yeah. Also because I needed, you know, I needed income. And so I was like, yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord. But really I should have just probably waited it out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for bigger blessings. But, uh, you know, well, you I, probably learned, I learned a lot. Each yeah. one of those ventures. Like I always say, that because I've done a couple little things too. And I'm always like, oh, why did I do that? And then I'm like, oh, well, actually I learned this, this and that from that thing, you know, and it all kind of leads to where you are now. (laughs) True. And I do think it's important to see God in the small things. So like whether or not I, I wasn't doing like my dream, but I was, you know, there were, like you said, you're learning something and it's, it might be something you need for your bigger purpose. And so, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, for business, I didn't start my Desiree Hartsock bridal till three years. So it was right after, actually four years now since it was when I had Asher. And so. Okay. And what exactly is it? Oh, sorry. So I design wedding dresses. And oh, okay. yeah. So when I started, when I launched my collection, we we would sell directly to stores. But um, now I'm online and, you know, hope to just continue that. I learned a lot in the last three years. I feel like that could be a podcast in itself. Yes. Um, but we when we're t- finished an entrepreneur series that so we should have had oh, did you you? That too. Yeah. oh my gosh you guys yeah. um yeah I I'm a go-getter and I'm a you know like teach yourself type of type of girl but um you also get burnt out that way yeah. yeah no I just I also learned a lot just honestly from a faith perspective I as a new mom I was like I'm gonna go the easy route you know and work with a factory in China and it was so easy, but then like a year in, I felt the Lord like kind of prompting me to bring my production to the States. But anyone who works in apparel knows that you work like a year in advance, you know? Yeah. Um, so I weirdly know too much about this because my best friend, (laughs) my best friend owns a bridesmaid line and you and her, weirdly you and her actually kind of remind me of each other too. Oh, Oh, funny. What's the line called? It's Revelry Dresses, okay. so you can find them like on... I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, they're pretty big now. She's been doing it since we graduated college. She started, like, it took years and years. She's yeah. a go-getter. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah, so funny. It takes a lot of patience, too. For sure. But yeah, I mean, you work so far in advance that I, I wasn't allowing myself to stop to be like, okay, God, I'm going to bring it to the States. I'm like, no, that's mm-hmm. too much work. And then I got pregnant again. I'm like, oh, heck no. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not dealing with that. But you know what? I, I continue to know that he wanted me to bring it to the States. So it's been about a year, 
actually probably a little, it's been over a year, year and a half that I've been actively working on doing that and also actively working on something that ironically I had, you know, it's funny. It's like what I had expected for my bridal line and what was reality were night and day, you know, like it was, I'll be honest, it was humbling, you know, it's very humbling. Um, But I also think God was, I wasn't putting God, God in it. I was doing it all myself. And so he almost, he taught me like through that also like allow me, you know, like let me help you, like put me in it. And um, so then once I started, you know, shifting, it's just funny, like what I'm doing right now is actually what I had written out as a business plan like 10 years ago. So it's just Um, funny how he brings you back to kind of the desires of your heart because the desires of our heart are also the desires of his if they are, you know, true and of his will. And so so it's just really, it's really cool to see that and, and know that he's in it all. And, you know, my failure isn't, you know, it's for a purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Because now I learn and I can move forward. And and as yeah. a small I business, it's okay to evolve and it's okay to change and oh, yeah. shift and not be like, not be like everyone else. Yeah. I was just going to say that it, it's easy to think that we have more control than we really have. And it's easy to forget to invite God into our work life and our own businesses or whatever. But I love you sharing that story because whenever you do, it can just create beautiful things. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I want, but I don't want to let us forget. I would love for you to just talk about Chris and your your two boys. For those that don't know, when Desiree was the bachelorette, like she mentioned, she did find her now husband. And to be honest, I don't know much about him when it since we are kind of talking about a faith-based does, were you guys kind of on the same page in your faith whenever you came off the show or did that, was that an evolving thing? And just share a little bit more about him and your boys. Sure. Yeah, no, it's a good question. It's a question I get asked often, um, especially now that I've become more bold um, in sharing my faith, which also took many, many years of prayer, by the way. So like I prayed to be bold uh, because it's, it's not really in my personality trait. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, just a side note, something you can pray for and believe for, yeah. but, um, yeah, Chris is wonderful. He didn't really get to be shown much on the bachelorette because he's not dramatic, you know, yes. he's as steadfast he as like can be. normal. Yeah. yeah. He's as steadfast as can be, but also really quirky and funny, which is great. Yeah. So he's wonderful. He's so wonderful. And, and honestly, that whole story is like a testimony in itself, um, of my, me on the show, but I write about it more in my book that's coming out in June. Um, Ooh, what is that called? Uh, yeah, a little plug, but yeah. Um, yeah. it's called The Road to Roses. And Aww. yeah, we can talk about it more later once it you know cl- gets close yeah. to the, the launch date. But I do share a lot of what I just shared on the podcast with you, but also uh, more about the show and that what how God really truly worked through all of it. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just amazing. Um, in hindsight, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did want to ask, because I feel like, um, there's really not a whole lot of couples that are still together. Uh, if I'm right, I was just curious what you thought about, like, what do you think makes a difference of like, I don't know, like, did you, was your faith is what you think made, you know, made it work for y'all? 
Yeah, no, I think, um, like I mentioned before, like by, by the time mm-hmm. the end of the bachelorette and into our, our life together, like I was overwhelmed. So I wouldn't say I was taking my faith. Um, I, I wasn't making it priority. And, um, but it is something Chris and I talked about on the show. So we talked about it a lot because he, you know, he went to private uh, Catholic schools. And so I knew, you know, he believed in God. Of course. And yeah. so we talked about that. He knew I was Christian and how, how we would want to raise our kids. Like that's all talked about. They just don't air that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, but um, right. yeah, I'm not going to get engaged to someone I don't know if they want kids or how they want to raise their kids. Are you kidding me? But I do think that's maybe to answer your question, uh, Kristen, is what happens is I don't think people maybe ask the right questions. I also think that nowadays, because there are so much social pressures. I think people are more consumed with being famous than actually having a relationship. Yeah. Like Chris and I went straight to, I moved straight to Seattle right after the show to start a life with him. And we didn't really seek, obviously, if you've caught anything from this is I don't want to, (laughs) I didn't want to be famous, but uh, yeah. 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 Did y'all do any type of therapy after the show? No, we didn't. Um, I always think therapy would be great. We did um, like premarital stuff with the church before we got married. Right. That was great and wonderful. Chris is an open book. He's very communicative. That's awesome. So I'm not. And so we, you know, it was, it was good to be able to, to grow in that. And also, I mean, we could talk about anything prior to getting married. But yeah, uh, regarding faith, I mean, now that, you know, in the past four years, I've truly like really been bold about it and really seeking it more and more. Yeah. Um, that, that has been something that we're growing together. He's He's been very open and receptive to um, everything that, you know, we're doing. Like we go to a small uh, home church gathering right now because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But it's been really wonderful to get connected and to truly like start reading books and read the Bible and get into scripture and um, kind of keep our family centered in Christ. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he would say it too. Like right now I'm probably the prayer warrior of our family. Yeah. You know, I'm a little bit more of the faith leader and that's okay. Yeah. Um, because it, one thing that I know is true and what even like my sister-in-law had mentioned, like if you just allow like Jesus to permeate your heart, like, and show it with your family and show it with your friends, like it will permeate the atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. like, so you don't need, I don't need to like, be like, you need, I you can't fight for someone else's salvation. Oh, like no. that is a choice. That is a will, their own will to make. And um, it's been beautiful. Honestly, it's been beautiful to see Chris grow in his faith. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, and it's been it's been really awesome to just allow it to take shape the way God wants it to because to to backtrack the relationship I was in when I first got into my faith like back in I was doing too much of trying to change the other person. Yeah, I was fighting for his salvation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like rather than just allowing him to seek it and so I learned a lot through that as yeah. well. Yeah, and I think it goes for not just our significant others, but I've I've found that in my own life. It's like I don't know, it could just be a personality thing too, but I think we're all on our own journeys, all our own timing and I think that just us being us and sharing our story and being who we are, what I always pray is that, you know, God's light shines and people are attracted to that. And so I love what you say, how it goes into the atmosphere. Cause I think there is also for those that maybe they aren't, 
you know, spiritual or whatever, I think there is like science backed up, like the law of attraction where you're (laughs) putting things into the universe and there's actually like vibrations where it gets felt. So, and it's being received by the universe. It's like scientific. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. And then so really it's the Lord and it's your spirit shining, but um, (laughs) but at least exactly. And so you and Chris were married how many years before, is it Asher, your oldest? Yeah. So Asher's my oldest. He's four years old. Um, Chris and I have been married for six years this past January. And so, yeah, so we were married for about, well, we got married in, wait, sorry, Xander was born in January. Uh, Yeah. Our anniversary is January. We had Asher October of 2016. So it was close to two years before we got pregnant. I'm sorry, before we had Asher. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, Desiree, we just so appreciate you really being who you are and being bold. I'm so glad that you prayed for that (laughs) and and, and that God's using you in, in such beautiful ways. And I know we know that you are touching so many lives and we feel truly honored that you spent some time with us today and also allowed us to be on your podcast. So listeners, um, we check us out on both podcasts, Desiree, tell us the name of your podcast, the name of your wedding line and everything. Give all, give our listeners all the good stuff. (laughs) Sure. So the podcast is heart of purpose podcast. You can listen to it on any podcast platforms or you can check out like all the podcast notes at DesireeSigfried.com, where I also, you know, share some other things. You can follow on Instagram at Heart of Purpose Podcast or at Desiree Siegfried. You can find my dresses at shop.desireehartsock.com or on Instagram at Desiree Hartsock. Yes. <laughs> and then I also uh, do prayer devs, which is pray it forward prayer cards, which I'll, I plan to do a lot more with, but um, I'm just getting started with that. And I pray every day on my Insta stories. Aww. So that's at prayer devs on Instagram. Cool. So cool. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to add really quick because, you know, you do have, like you said, you didn't necessarily like ask for a platform, but you do yeah. have one and like taking that and really utilizing it for God is so inspiring. And it really inspired me. That's why I reached out to you. Like I've always loved you and followed you, but when I saw your podcast come through and I started listening to it, it really inspired me to be more bold myself with my faith. And I was kind of going through that journey on my own, but like seeing you do it oh. too was inspiring. So I just wanted oh, to say you. you're doing a great job and God is proud of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, I, ever since the show though, and cause I didn't, you know, ask for the platform. I, and I truly, you know, know he gave it to me. And so I just want to always like be able to give him the glory regardless of because it's not me, you know, it's him who's yeah. allowing it. And so totally. thank totally. you for affirming that and giving me that encouragement. Yeah, I know it can probably be hard with, you yeah. know, naysayers or whatever you call them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're doing a great job. And oh, yeah, like thank you. Hard, we're just so appreciative to get the time with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you have a challenge for us, but we usually do sure. a little- challenge. (laughs) Well, I think just going off the theme of the podcast that we've been talking about, I think it would be fun to see how bold you can get. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like whether that's going after the, you know, position that you want or going after, you know, 
are just standing up for yourself in a relationship or maybe that's, you know, stepping out in faith. And so maybe this week, just think about that. Yeah. Maybe pray, pray for boldness like you did. Pray for boldness. <laughs> that's really great. And it took, it. it took years too. So keep that in mind. It doesn't, sometimes things don't happen overnight, just like practicing, you know, mm-hmm. for like we were talking about, yeah. it takes time. Yes. Any that. progress feels good. So well, yes. thank you, Desiree, and thank you, listeners. Lauren, yeah. um, you want to do a quick prayer since she inspired Oh, oh why don't we have – Desiree, would you feel comfortable praying? Sh- sure. Yeah. Uh, Des- yeah. We're putting you on the spot, but Desiree, we would love for you to end us in prayer. Yes, I would love to. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for these ladies. They are just such a blessing, um, such a light, and I just want to pray for everyone listening. I pray that uh, my story, I pray that my experiences, and I pray that all of the sisters' experiences really shine through, that your love shines through. And I pray, Father, that everyone can go about their day in boldness and in courage and know that you are behind them, that you are before them, and you are in front of them. Lord, I thank you for everything you've given us and for this special day. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. That was beautiful. And I, I don't know, I just felt God's presence. So thank you. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in another week with us. We love you guys and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of girl. I slept in my makeup. If you like us rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it and yeah, make it a great week. God bless.